Hey, pet lovers. This is the Pet Parent Podcast. Having a pet is a fun and rewarding experience. No matter what type of personality your pet has, your pet is special to you and that relationship is irreplaceable. On this podcast, you'll learn even more about how to care for your pet, have the happiest, healthiest pet possible, and you'll get the satisfaction of having a grateful little friend. I am your host, Liana Sanders, and welcome to the podcast. So today we're going to talk about elderly pets. As our knowledge of pets, nutrition, and veterinary care are improving, we are seeing more and more dogs and cats live to be really old. And we're talking, you know, 15 to 17 for dogs and 19 and 20 and older for cats. It's, it's no longer rare. It's now becoming much more common. So that's fantastic, but it does mean we're seeing some new problems arise that did not exist in younger pets. There's no way I can cover everything that you need to know about your aging pet in one podcast. That is days and days of information, if not more. So instead, I'm going to give you a few points of interest to think about and specific actions to take, and that should set you on the right path so in the future you can figure out the next steps that you need to take for your specific pet. A couple weeks ago, Dr. Kelly Roan with Hidden Springs Veterinary Care did a presentation on elderly pet care. It was fantastic, and if you want to watch the entire video that I recorded when I was there, I'll put the link in the show notes. Some of the information I'm going to talk about comes from her presentation, and the rest comes from my own experience. So my first big note is that you should not take any change in behavior for granted. Do not chalk up the old dog being grumpy with your other dog to your dog just being old. That's a mistake. It could be that your dog has arthritis that could be treated with pain medication. If your cat is being picky or eating less or losing weight, do not just assume that the cat is getting more finicky. Maybe she's having a dental problem, uh, which can be really hard to spot in cats unless you go in for a teeth cleaning. Uh, My cat could attest to that. So small changes in behavior can really be caused by a much larger issue that can be fixed or at least treated and improved. So nobody wants our pets to be in pain and it would be a shame to overlook a behavior and assume that it's nothing and dismiss it, So, which is really not what you want to do. You do not want to just dismiss a behavior as old age. Instead, you could be getting treatment or doing something that really could make it a lot better and really improve your pet's quality of life. So a good rule of thumb is I just tend to ask myself, if my pet was two years old and suddenly started doing this, would I be concerned? If the answer is yes, then you definitely need to take a trip to the veterinarian to get started at looking at what's going on there. So tying into that, my second tip is to take regular trips to the vet. I know it's costly, and I know that it sometimes seems unnecessary, uh, but it is going to be worth it if your vet finds an issue really early on that can be easily treated, instead of waiting until much later when it can cost a lot more or be much more detrimental. So in order to know how often you should go to the vet, you have to know about how old your cat is or your dog. So you want to remember that your cat is considered middle age at about eight years old, and dogs can be even earlier. So if you have a large breed dog, say a Great Dane or a Newfoundland, uh, middle age starts around five years old. And that seems really young, but that is what it is. So medium-sized dogs are considered middle-aged at seven to eight years old. And a medium-sized dog is something more, you know, in the 40 to 70 pound range. Small dogs are considered middle-aged at 10 years old. So those little kids, um, 
you know, smaller dogs like Chihuahuas or Pekingese and things like that, they age a little bit slower. So they get to be a little bit older before they're middle aged. I'm going to put charts with dog and cat ages in the show notes. So if you want to go ahead and take a look for your own pet and see what they look like, that would be great. So you can look up your particular pet and see kind of what specific age they are so that you kind of know what you're dealing with. It's very different when you think of your your, your five-year-old Great Dane and you all of a sudden realize that they're actually 70 in dog years. So you start looking at things much more differently. So when you go to the vet, you often need an exam, blood work, sometimes a urinalysis, and other tests. And if your vet recommends a dental cleaning, you should definitely do it if you can. There are a ton of health issues that are linked to poor dental care in pets, and you really want to stay up on those to make sure they don't become a bigger problem. I'm going to cover dental care in another podcast, but I'll put a link in the show notes to a video that I did months and months ago about how to care for your dog's teeth. And we actually show you some teeth brushing and things, which is really useful if you want to consider getting started on that. It's very helpful. So you should definitely go to the vet if you notice the significant changes in any of the behaviors I'm going to list. And this list is directly from Dr. Kelly Roan. So changes in appetite or drinking weight loss or gain, going to the bathroom in the house or outside of the litter box. So basically a change in your potty routine, Um, persistent cough, confusion or disorientation, any new lumps or bumps, you should definitely get those tested, bad breath or bleeding gums, diarrhea or vomiting, change in sleep or behavior, difficulty walking or climbing stairs are all things that should be checked out by a veterinarian sooner rather than later. And this is where you get to take the next step because once your veterinarian really takes a look and figures out what's going on, you can delve more into some research and figure out what's going to be useful for them. And a lot of times veterinarians can also give you not just medications, uh, but also just lifestyle changes, things that you should look at in your home. Now, a lot of us have pets that don't like visiting the vet. That's not unusual. A lot of us don't like going to the doctor, so that's totally normal. If you are in that boat and you want to consider something different, you can consider using a mobile vet. Most people don't even know that these guys exist, but they're becoming much more popular and we have quite a few in our area and we're getting even more all the time and I know they're expanding to different areas, but a mobile vet is a veterinarian who comes to your home and spends time with you in your individual home. It is more costly than a traditional vet, and I do love my traditional veterinarian, but there really is an advantage in, especially with elderly pets, of having a veterinarian see your pet in your own home and be able to observe normal behaviors and kind of interactions and what's going on in the household. They might be able to see some things that your veterinarian would not pick up if they were in a clinic setting. So this is really useful, especially if your pet is going to be very nervous about going into a clinic or you're worried about some lifestyle changes. You know, maybe you have to really look at your house and figure out how to optimize it for your pet now that your pet is getting a little bit older. So my points today are really very simple. Don't ignore changes in their behavior and get them checked by a veterinarian and follow their recommendations. Then once you really have a grasp of what's going on with your elderly pet, you can do some additional research and find more ways to improve their quality of life. It's really hard to give specific recommendations when you don't know what you're dealing with and you don't know kind of what issues are going on with them. I love elderly pets and I hope we continue to see more and more of them. 
for me, it's just proof that we love our animals and we're taking steps to make sure they live long, happy, healthy lives. So I hope that you get to keep your pet for many years to come and that this has been some help for you. This has been the Pet Parent Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. For more information on what we discussed, see our show notes section or visit our website at wetnosespetsitting.com. While you're there, check out our archive of past episodes and for more tips, tricks, cute pet pictures, and to chat with other pet lovers, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest at Wet Noses Pet Sitting. Now go give your pets a hug from us.